The Playful Psychologist podcast is hosted by me, Emily Hanlon, a clinical psychologist who primarily works with children and adolescents. This podcast has been designed to offer support to new psychologists who may feel as though they are drowning in uncertainty. It has also been designed to inform and educate parents and teachers on all things child development. Along with some special guests, I explore different aspects of child development, including developmental disorders and emotional regulation, while also advocating for those who may be falling through the cracks in our current system. Hey guys, and welcome to this week's episode of the Playful Psychologist podcast. Today, I want to chat about picture books and how teachers, parents, any therapist can use picture books to teach a lesson to children. Now, this isn't going to be a long episode. It's a quite quite a short one. But what I want to do is chat about how I like to use picture books. And then I'll give you guys an example of 10 questions that I might ask kids when reading a picture book, kind of to facilitate that emotional conversation or, you know, stretch their emotional development a little bit. So picture books are, and if you follow me on Instagram, you'll know, I think are one of the most versatile resources you can own as a parent or a clinician, because you can just use them in so many different ways and if you pick your picture books wisely they can really grow with your child and you know you can read the same book to a child for three or four years and they can learn something new um, every time. I love using picture books to work on emotional awareness and understanding as well as kind of developing theory of mind which as we know is a really important social skill for kids to have. So if we backtrack a little bit, emotional development involves learning what feelings and emotions are, understanding how and why they happen and kind of recognizing our own feelings and those of others around us. It's really important for children to learn effective ways of managing their emotions in a healthy way, um, you know, so that when they do develop their own relationships, they know how to manage their feelings and they know how to manage social expectations. When it comes to theory of mind, that is when children kind of understand that we they can have one opinion on something and that may be different to the opinion of their friend, but that's okay. People are allowed to have different opinions um, to you. So again, another really important social skill when it comes to social and emotional development. But what's really cool is that through sharing stories, children can really discover that they can relate to other characters and other people. They can learn that others may have different perspectives to them and that's okay. Storytelling and, and you know reading books with kids also builds empathy and it helps children put themselves in someone else's shoes and creates that foundation of social and emotional intelligence that we know is so important in childhood and in regards to to making friends. Many books are really awesome as well, especially these days, because they offer a variety of situations and problems and solutions. And as your child reads a book, they may encounter a problem that the character must work, you know, through or resolve. And your child is naturally then learning about and working on their own emotional and social development and their resilience. So as the book continues, the child might read on and start to feel a few feelings of their own. And that again, helps them 
develop that empathy and helps them understand that they're feeling that way because of what they're experiencing through the book and it helps a child think about how they feel for the character or or what the character is feeling and why um you know and what emotions are being triggered in certain situations and how they would respond if that ever happened to them um one of my son's favorite books is actually called unstoppable me and it's by bethany hamilton who if you haven't watched her documentary is it's incredible bethany was bitten by a shark as a teenager in Hawaii and lost her arm and basically she's just spent her entire life now talking about resilience and she's just she's amazing she surfs with one she's just so cool anyway she's written this beautiful child's book called Unstoppable Me about a lion called Makana who likes to surf and it's my son's favorite book and from a very young age when Makana got um you know dumped by a wave my son would go oh and now as we read it we talk about that and we talk about the different feelings and I I'm just sharing that example because I think it's a really nice way to show you that there is no you're never too young to start this stuff with kids um you can do it from as early as you know six months and even if they're not fully understanding or resonating with what you're saying the more consistent you are the quicker they'll pick that up as they grow so yeah you definitely don't have to wait till they're older I guess as well, reading is a really simple way for children to explore their emotions. Most children's books offer the problem, but the books also travel through a variety of emotions from anger to worry to happiness and so on. And as your child reads or hears a book and relates to a character in the story, they're better able to kind of learn and experience more emotional skills just by, you know, reading this book so your child will develop their feelings based on what a character is experiencing and in turn their emotional development will easily enhance in real life experiences so reading is also I guess a really safe way for children to learn how to express and think about their emotions and if you are reading a book with it with your child and they do experience an emotion you can then help them work through it in a really safe environment and it also opens the door to new ways that a child child can cope with emotional responses or can manage their emotional expression. Reading can help your child express their emotions and also develop a higher self-confidence in sharing their feelings and emotions because they think, you know, like, oh, if the character in the book can do it, so can I. And I think the more we talk about emotions and that we label our own emotions and we label the emotions of characters in books and TV shows, the more children can see that it's totally normal to do that and then they feel safe doing it. So normalizing all emotions, I guess, is the goal here. And picture books are just such a beautiful way to do that. We all have access to picture books. Um, You know, if budget is a problem, you can just borrow some books from your library. And um, usually it's free to sign up to your local library. So that's why I think this is such an awesome way to encourage emotional development because you don't need many resources. So when you are reading with children, Here are 10 of the questions I like to ask. So number one, what feeling does that character show? What are they feeling? What's going on for them? What, What emotion is on their face? Then you may ask, how do you know they're feeling that way? What about their body? What body clues do they have to let you know they're feeling that way? Or what is their face doing to let you know they're feeling that way? Another one is, what made them feel that way? What do you think made him feel angry or sad? Or who do you think made him feel angry or sad? Then another question. Do you think there was a better way that that character could have shown their feeling? Because he 
he used his hands and he pushed. Do you think there was another way he could have done it? Or you could ask, hey, if that happened to you, would that make you feel angry as well or would you feel a different feeling? Or you could ask, has that ever happened to you where a dog has jumped up and eaten the muffin right out of your hand? Has that ever happened to you before? I reckon if that happened to me, that would make me feel pretty angry. Hey, if that did happen to you, how would you feel? What feeling would you have? Or you could ask a bit more about the trigger. What happened to make the character so angry? What things happened? Was it one thing or were there a few things? Another question is, if you could suggest some things to that character to help him with his big feeling, what would you suggest? What would you say to him? And finally, do you think the character in this book was only feeling one emotion? Or do you think there may have been another feeling as well? I wonder, do you think it was one or more? Oh, it was more? What else do you think they were feeling? So that, that's just an example there of 10 questions I like to ask. It's, I think I want to finish by saying that you definitely don't need emotion-specific books You don't have to go out and buy emotion-specific books after listening to this. Any book will do. I'm also going to link an article that I think was pretty amazing um, in the episode notes today, and you can check it out. It's kind of really cool at giving you more ideas on how to use books with kids to develop their emotional awareness. So I'll I'll, um, pop that up as well. But yes, I hope you guys found that useful. A nice another short, nice, sweet episode. Um, But that's how I like to keep them because I know if you guys are anything like me, you don't have time to sit down and listen to long episodes. (laughs) I'll talk to you guys next week. See you later.